Welcome back to the Namra Podcast. Uh, this week, it's myself, Justin, and a very special guest, Mike McDonough from Focus Forward Media. Uh, he's the creative director over there and uh, going to be talking a lot about video, so not going to want to miss it. All right. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's going on? Not too much, man. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely glad, uh, glad for you to be here. Doing a little uh, home and away. It's first time you've been on our podcast. Yep. I've, I've been on yours a few times, so thanks for coming in. I know. I see this lighting setup. I was like, I got to get on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool in the background. It's gonna make a sweet profile picture. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so, how's everything going, man? Good. You're yeah, good. Been busy. Yeah. Tell, yeah. For, first, I want to just to introduce yourself and the company to the audience. Can you tell us a little bit about Focus Forward, the different things that you guys offer, and what you do? Yeah, for sure. So uh, we've been around for four years. Um, we range all over from social media marketing to full on advertising from television to internet, anything people need, uh, we got you covered. That's graphics, photos, videos, um, any wide gamut of a lot of stuff. And then we also have another company that does weddings. So photo and video for weddings and stuff like that. Neyland media, shout out, shout out business partner, Mike, shout shout him out. He does a lot of work. where you at, man? Where, where you at? Uh, uh, I think he's in Maine right now. But how did it? How did it turn out that uh, like was he the original proprietor of the wedding thing? Like how? Why not McDonough? I yeah. Mean, so what are we, no love for your last name. <laughs> nah, nah. I um, he does a lot of the wedding work. He mm-hmm. handles all of the correspondence right now. Um, he d- talks with the brides. He kind of runs the wedding side, and then I kind of run the corporate side. Yeah. So he had the wedding company way before. Um, we started the company, but when we were in Providence, this was probably two or three years ago, he was working on the weddings a lot during work. Yeah. And we were like, why don't we just wrap it all into one and we both can spend time on it and we both can work on it, split it all right down the middle and just put it under the focus forward umbrella. Okay. Is so that we, how you guys started? Like you were just like, let's merge forces here. Um, that's, so we started focus forward. Uh, we worked at the same agency together yeah. and decided to leave that agency and start our own thing. Thought we could do it better and just it worked out. And then about a year in after that, we merged Neyland Media together. Good good decision overall from going from the corporate world? Um, I think so. I think that it supplies another source of uh, revenue, another yeah. revenue uh, avenue for revenue to come in and supplement us whenever we're having a slow corporate month or anything like that. Yeah, definitely. And what is this, there's huge seasonality in like wedding stuff, right? Yeah. It's, no, nobody's going to stop getting married either. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, it's good because, and also for forecasting, you know, yeah. you have X amount of weddings next year, you know, that X amount of revenue is coming in. So you can, you can prepare, you can hire, you can, see how many contractors we need when you know it, it it's a lot more predictable i guess yeah. than the corporate stuff corporate stuff comes and goes you know it comes mm-hmm. in quick leaves quick yep, mm-hmm. big yeah. waves yeah and you guys do a lot of where we collaborate a lot of times is you do larger video production stuff right that's kind of what right. your bread and butter is for the most part is that right yeah i guess the difference i see a lot between us is we do the production side where it is like kind of the higher mm-hmm. like budget productions, but you guys do a great job where it's the marketing and how to implement that yeah. video where people come to us with like, Hey, we have this idea for a video or we want to, 
how do you put it? Like, we want to get this this message across about our company. Yep. And we're like, all right, we plan out the whole shoot, how we're going to do it, and then deliver the content to them. And we'll help them advertise it. Yeah. But you guys are way better at that <laughs> than we are. Like, like picking out different... Um, like marketing goals and shit like exactly, that. Like we start with exactly. the marketing first and then we've kind of fallen into the video production and like we've ramped our game, but we started on like iPhones. Like it was marketing, social media, digital marketing first. Right. And then people like Justin bailed us out, helping us out, <laughs> bringing up the video pr production side of things right. where I feel like you guys on the marketing side are coming along a, a long way and start to do different stuff. Um, and it's like starts I'm with sorry. the creative side. Oh no, it's all good, man. Yeah, put this thing on. It's airplane mode oh you got it um but yeah no no i agree 100 percent um and to your point we all have to evolve yeah. it's how you make more money it's how you keep the business going like you started with cell phones now look you got three cameras right in front of you <laughs> yeah and this whole setup yeah. yeah so like i think the only way to keep momentum going is to find different more and more avenues and to grow more and more yeah you want to be like consistent but you don't want to be too locked into one specific identity or thing yeah um, and actually that that's a kind of not to throw you off topic no, if you're good. going somewhere, but it, people always say, focus on one thing, focus on one industry, one market. Yeah. And, you know, every time someone tells us that, it's like, I don't want to do that. I like yeah. the variety and I like filming different things. Like we have a construction client. Yeah. But then, you know, we have Providence Bagel on this side. So it's like two complete opposites, mm. but it keeps the variety, it keeps it interesting, it keeps it going. And that's what I enjoy about the corporate stuff yeah, yeah. i do too yeah. yeah i agree with that yeah every day is something different so a like, lot of people like there is one there's like really one the very popular theory now on businesses have a niche there's a ton of marketing companies that say okay we're going to be rest a restaurant marketing company you know and we never wanted to do that we never wanted to be a real estate marketing company or right. anything because like you just said one it gets boring obviously and two what happens when COVID hits and all the restaurants shut down? I saw a lot of businesses kind of, they were in point. tough spots, yep. you know, and, and we were, we always try to um, make sure that we can handle everything, you know? So I, I like that. I, I totally agree. There's value in being a niche provider, but also I think there's a ton of value in not being that too. Yeah. Companies a lot of times want to have like an outside perspective of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like the people who are focused in, I'm, they do a great job. They have it down to a science. It's just not for me. No, it's just not my style. I would get so bored. Yeah. yeah. I like having a million different, you, you see it like you're working with a different uh, industry like every, every day. day of the yeah. week. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Monday could be real estate. Tuesday could be like a restaurant and then, you know, anything in between. How's that? How do you like that compared to like when you were just doing mostly like wedding video? Yeah. No, video? I love it. I absolutely love it. Before I was just doing weddings and like legal depositions. So I was in like, uh, conference rooms and doing zoom that's the most boring. they came around it absolutely sucked <laughs> and then uh, have you ever done deposition that that's literally just setting a camera up on a tripod yeah. and filming it there's yeah, literally yeah. no skill required at all but it paid the bills and it was great that's all and that it matters was, and it was what i needed at the time so but yeah. yeah and then eventually like you said you evolve and you learn like what avenues you want to go and yeah. yeah man like i don't even have any idea of where i could niche right now as far as like i mean obviously video but yeah. like deeper than that like one industry because like I don't know. Like, what if I find something I love someday? And then I'm like, I'd never find that because I'm niching down, you know, yeah. right. scale out. Yeah. And then I think it's just it all case by case. Some people love it. Yep. Some people don't necessarily need yeah. it. You yeah. Know, yeah. And I love getting a project and that's, it's like, all right. Um, you know, we, for example, one of our clients, uh, actually, I don't know if I can say <laughs> what the client does, but we have a client that does has proprietary software and it's like, all right, 
here's your challenge. You have to make this look sexy. And it's a bunch of code and yeah, like yeah, people yeah. behind computers. And it's like, all right, like, well, let's figure this out. How are we going to tell the story of this company right. without just showing like, here's the product, here's the code. It's like, oh, yeah. no, you got to look at it in different ways and go about it different ways. So you get the creative juices flowing. Well, that, that's like a, that really reminds me of something we were talking about before. And I'm interested in hearing your take on how you take an abstract idea and turn that into a visual finalized product. Because typically when someone comes to us, they have a general ballpark idea and it's like, hey, how do we make this come to life? And we've talked about like storytelling in past episodes and how that's important. But like, what's your take on that? When someone comes to you, like what's that process usually look like? How do you do that? Um, well, I think obviously a couple of meetings with the client, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, you got to get a feel for the vibe of the company yeah. too. You know, is it a young company? Is it an old company? Like part of the brand. Yeah, because they're going to say an older generation is going to say no to a lot more things than a younger generation is yeah. going to say. And then you kind of got to figure out, all right, how creative can this client actually be? And how, what's the envelope that we can push? We've sent scripts in and you've guys worked on us with projects yeah. where we've sent scripts in and they just come back with like the most boring script yep. after that. And it's just like, oh, damn suck all the life right out of it yeah but yeah. you know that's the job then you go and you do that to the best of your ability yeah um but as far as like like what do you mean like as far so, as like taking a yeah so so like take that idea and then how do you convert that into a finalized piece because it sounds like what you're saying is first like set out guidelines like what exactly are we going for here right. like what are you guys going to be happy with what are you trying to do right that's kind of like the, the first marketing step. message of the yeah whole thing. and then yeah. what's your process for kind of bringing that to life i know you have meetings with clients and you talk to them but how do you go from initial concept to finalized idea is it usually already done for you or do you have no no we'll uh so we'll like sit down after the first couple of meetings um kind of get an idea of what the client's looking for and then the us and the team will just sit down and just storyboard brainstorm yeah. uh no it's so cliche but no bad ideas in a brainstorm yeah. throw everything out there uh, the most wild idea we could like tweak a little bit and be like, wow, you know, like that actually works. Yeah. So we tone I, that down. Yeah. <laughs> a little <laughs> usually bit. It, a little, usually yeah. it is toning it down right. too, but I think it's how, all how you approach it. Yeah. Um, and just being open-minded. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. I'll think of something yeah. as we go. No, but, I get, even yeah. when we were working on, uh, that project together with the client you mentioned earlier, they were like a say like a software type company and we basically wanted to take it and make it funnier like have a little bit more because it's a very like it was like maybe a mute, kind of a muted brand at, yeah. at, at the at the start and we tried to propose some ideas and there's always like that give and take back and forth where right. it's like the creative arguing with like the not arguing but right back and forth you have to make concessions both ways yeah we want to make it colorful or whatever we want to keep it black and white yeah like for, you know as an example exactly metaphor, yeah but yeah yep. That's a really good way to put it. Mm -hmm. um, so any, how's everything going with business? Any big challenges, any big wins lately that you want to talk about or anything? Um, any, what's new? Like we were talking before it came, we came yeah. on. Uh, I think the recession kind of scared people a little bit. Yeah. Um, things seem to be coming back from that. Um, the wedding, like I said, the wedding season is going crazy. Um, anything big and crazy? Well, you guys got the new office, right? We did get, yeah, I back in February, we uh, moved back to Providence. Um, place is nice. Thank you. Yeah. Really yeah. Nice. Um, it's been good for the, uh, the war employees for sure. Yeah. I think it's a little more lively to be able to walk out and have all the restaurants right there. Yeah. Um, I think they get takeoff from Cobb almost every single day. <laughs> yeah. <so>. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good spot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and then as far as like productivity, like I think it just it brought everybody together. Um, it's all glass, so like you yeah. know, there's not really those walls blocking off before. No one has like a closed off office. It's yeah. all kind of everyone collaborative together. Um, yeah, I love it. It's not open concept, but it is very very open. You yeah, know what I mean? is yeah. that something you kind of thought of in foresight before you purchase it, or did it just kind of work out that way? Yeah. So when we walked in, I'll have to show you photos before when we first got in there. Um, there was like probably four or five foot high uh, dividers or cubicles. There was three of them and we had them tear them all out. Uh, My office that you saw, I had them build that. They took a bunch of stuff out to build the kitchen. Um, So we had them remodel like the whole entire place. Yeah. So we kind of made it how Mike and I wanted our office to be because we're going to be there for a little bit, you know. What kind of goes into that if you don't mind like touching on it? Like like you said, like the fact that you have everything glass plays into the collaboration and that's huge, right? I saw you guys have like, you, you write notes on the white, on, yeah. on, the, on the glass, right? And stuff like that. So is there any other things that you like thought of ahead to make it like the perfect, like uh, fantasy factory type for you guys? Um, I think the big thing was just a podcast studio, uh, a photography studio was our main requisites. And then me and Mike just wanted private offices. Mm-hmm. Um, but the offices are all glass, so people just knock on the <laughs> glass when they yeah, want yeah, to, and they, right. we literally talk through the glass. And kind of, <laughs> it's not really that private, but um, I like the, that. Do you ever get those blackout shades? So we, you get <laughs> we looked at them. You know, how freaking expensive those Dude, things are. <laughs> real, bro. I was on uh, IKEA for my own for my own apartment, and it was like three hundred bucks for like two, like yeah. just for me. And I was yeah. like, damn, son. I could get some of these ones, though. I would take Yeah, these came with the place. Leave those, leave those, leave those, leave those. Yeah, But yeah, if uh, anyone wants to take out uh, Neilan Media, go into our office and wipe off the whiteboard with all of the <laughs> all the due dates of all the videos and photos oh, and what we lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> crash the company. Crash yeah. yeah, corporate espionage. Yeah, I must say, shout out uh, our Lex, who's our post- post-production manager. She has every wedding video and photo we need to do. Who's going to do it? Everyone initial next to it. She's so organized that she keeps that. Uh, yeah, just make sure she great. takes a picture of it like once a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she got all on the computer yeah. too. But just so everyone can visually see it too. It's uh, I like that. That's yeah, good, yeah. It's got to be great to keep organization and coordination. Everybody knows what they're doing, when they're doing it. Yeah. How long did it take you guys to scale from kind of like starting out and doing, you know, the art and then moving up and having employees and having systems like that? Um, so we hired our first two employees, which uh, Trent, um, and Lex were our first two full-timers that we hired. That was, I want to say last year, maybe. Yeah, he's been around for a little while now. Maybe, was it longer than last year? Maybe it's been uh, a year. It's been at least one year. A year, year and yeah. a half. Yeah, because he was at the holiday party, and Lex was hired around the same time. And then we have uh, three part-timers, and then we actually just interviewed two more people. I think we're going to bring them on, too. Oh, shit. Nice. Um, That's awesome, man. But I think it got to the point where, Mike and I were just putting in absurd hours. Yeah. And yeah, you have the contracts coming in, but there's that work life balance, which, you know, as, as all of us know, Buy building some time. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're, but when you're building a business, you got to put that time in. Like, Oh yeah. Our first office was a, uh, 110 square foot office in Providence. Um, the parking was almost, almost cost more than, <laughs> yeah. Oh my. than the actual office yeah, itself. And right. it was just Mike and I in a room, our gear just covered up on top of us and we were just hustling and hustling. And then it got to a point where we moved to Pawtucket and we had the room for people. We we're like, why not bring in someone? And the biggest thing I did was, I don't know if you want to go from the business yeah. owner perspective. Uh, yeah, absolutely. 
But um, basically, all right, you got this contract with this company. If we hire someone at, say, 15, 20 bucks an hour to come in and do this, and they're working three days a week and say that, all right, they're going to come in three days. One week's going to be worth this much. How much are we going to have to dedicate from this contract to pay that person? And then you can see through the bank account, all right, are we going to be sustainable if we keep bringing more and more people on? Mm -hmm. That's kind of how we've approached it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does the money coming in supplement the money going out? Exactly. Yeah. And then is the business making money at the end of the day? Yeah. Yeah. And are you happy with how much you're working? You know, it's like, you got to figure that stuff out up front. That's good. We dude, we were, we did it the exact opposite way. It took us almost five years to get a studio. It was like four years. And then we got a studio because we've always been remote. Yeah, you guys were working from home for a while, working but it forever. seemed like it worked fine. It worked like, great. We yeah. were all in different locations. Um, we didn't do a ton of in-studio video production, and we were all, like, we were, we were born in work, working from home. Like, we mm-hmm. always did it, so we were used to it, and uh, it was never a problem, you yeah. know? And when we then we finally decided to, you know, bring on someone like Justin, start go- going back into the business and, and really investing in it that way. And it's it's now we're kind of getting on that track it's it's it makes a big difference but it is scary as fuck like making that leap you know what i mean like very scary well that's the thing you start getting you start acquiring your expenses and you know i look at it now and it's like the cost to run our company a month it's like all right we got to hit this dollar amount before you even make any profit for the company itself you know including payroll and all that stuff like you got to hit x yeah um but it's just you know i think it just comes with time and to tell you the truth Go for it. Yeah. Just yeah. go for it. And, you know, if you are passionate about it, it's going to work out. So yeah, for sure, just work your ass off and do the best you can. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then so after that, you know, you got into the new studio, you, you got out of the, the hundred square foot yeah. <laughs> office <laughs> cubicle you were in. Um, and so you guys started, you were doing like social media stuff and, and lower budget, right? Yeah. And then, so um, and then so tell me about that. And then how did you get to the bigger budget stuff that you guys are working with now? That's a good question. Yeah, so we moved to Pawtucket, and then that was still, we had, you know, decent-sized uh, contracts, but, yeah, smaller contracts. Um, honestly, to tell to make the hump, it was just, we were just hustling, you know? We were doing a lot of work. Mike and I were trying to push out as much social content as possible. Is that how you're, from the, sorry to cut you off, but from, that's, like, a great segue and in, like, into, like, what are you guys doing to bring in new business on the marketing side? Because you guys have been crushing it on social media. You guys put out a ton of really good video content. Is yeah. that where you're getting the majority of your work from? Um, no, but we get a lot of follows and a yeah. lot of people being like, hey, I saw this on social media. Can you make it look like this for me? Yep. So, like, Trent does a great job making these reels. And Siobhan, who we brought on, who's a great social media marketer, she kills it with TikTok and the trends. And so we are getting views on that. But, and I think this goes for a lot of the people in our business, is you're only as good as your last job. Yep. So people want to see your examples of work, what you did. And once they see that, that's what's going to convert. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our uh, work is either word of mouth. So, you know, always treat your client right. Yeah. Always treat it correct. Um, and surprisingly, lately, a lot of our leads have been Google ads. Yeah. You do running paid ads? Yeah. How's that yeah. going? What are you guys doing for the... I know you used to run Facebook ads for the wedding stuff a lot. Yeah, so Facebook kind of fell off once they mm-hmm. changed everything up. Yeah. We don't even we don't even touch it anymore. Yeah. Oh, man. Facebook was like awesome for weddings. You we were the getting groups kids. and the ads, <laughs> yeah. and, but now it's just like a wasteland. Well, now they <laughs> just uh, they revamped all these platforms, so you can't just like 
go in and try to figure out ads on your own. It's yeah. very, very confusing. Yeah. So we don't even touch Facebook. Um, it's funny. We got something in the mail from Google, like spend 500, you know, mm-hmm. get 500, something like that. And yeah. we're like, fuck it. Like, oh, can I swear on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Fuck yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, all right, just, just, we'll just try this. And um, so, you know, we put a $500 campaign up and within, this was in, within the past month, um, we've gotten so many leads. Yeah. Um, knock on wood. But we've gotten like a good amount of leads from people just being like, oh, I Googled video production in Providence yeah. and you guys came up. Yeah. So I think Google's going to be the new uh, rev- or new like avenue to go and grab some more totally. work. We've, we've been doing a ton of like uh, organic stuff on Google business profile and we manage that for all of our clients. Uh, almost all of them. And then we do it for ourselves as well. And yeah. that's been really, really solid for us lately. It's starting to st- really pick up. I think this time of the year is when people are really starting to seek out people for marketing videography with like Q4, Q1. Right. They got to spend the money on Q4. So, yeah, hey, exactly. I'm here to take it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. But so yeah, I mean, the social media stuff that you mentioned, like we don't really see it translating to mm-hmm. dollar signs per se, like the stuff we put out. But I think it's important to have that culture and right. to build that culture to show people, hey, it's fun to work here. We have a good time, but we also make cool videos. Yeah. Um, I think people, if they are researching companies and they see an Instagram full of people having fun and making cool products, or if they just see an Instagram that's or no Instagram at all, yeah, they're going to go with the company that is up to date and like showing the behind the scenes. Like we made a TikTok today of just assembling our camera. Yeah. But it's like we lit it nice. We make made it really like kind of, you know, just visually pl- pleasing and cinematic. Yeah. And like something little like that could go flying and you have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Give people binoculars in on what you guys are doing rather than right. like, yeah. Exactly. And I, I always great. tell my clients that a big unspoken part of the value of social media is serving as like a portfolio of your work. So it's not just marketing to bring in leads, but it's helps you convert them on the sales side of things. So when you do have a prospect who's like weighing alternatives, that's the buzzword for it. They're looking at your Instagram versus whatever X, Y, and Z media company over here. You guys look better on Instagram. They're like, that gets them jazzed up. They're like, let's go with these guys. Yeah. I like what they're doing better than yeah. what's going on over here on this boring social media page. It's a big piece of it. And like the thing you were saying too, is that when you give people an inside look on like, I mean, obviously you guys do production, but you're, making a video about setting up a camera and giving people an insight on like what the culture is like there and what you guys do like every day. So that's like a completely different side of what you guys do that people surprisingly like love. They want to look at they Yeah. Wanna, they, you know, attach to that. So, yeah, we used to do a, uh, a series Fridays at focus forward and every Fridays we would release what we did that entire week like a vlog yeah it was, it was a vlog awesome. yeah it's check cool. it out if you haven't um, seen it yeah it's on our youtube uh but we stopped doing that because we actually realized that instead of doing one week and putting one on a friday you do one thing per day yep. about what you did that day and make it a 15 to 30 uh, second yeah, reel content, yeah. and we got way more viral traction doing that than our fridays that we're getting hundred to 200 views. And then meanwhile, these are getting tens of thousands because yeah. they're so short. You put a trendy song behind them right. yeah. and we found we, so we, we've switched it up lately, but the Fridays were, those are fun to put together. Yeah. And, and that's like a good content, like portfolio piece, but it totally makes sense because I was, I gave a presentation on Instagram reels today 
on like how to make it. And I, one of the pieces of advice I gave people was do one thing well. It doesn't have to be this crazy novel about seven different things. It's like pick one thing. The caption should be about one topic. The video should be about one topic and like hit that well and it'll go viral yeah. and it'll do well. And it sounds like that's exactly what you guys have been doing. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like instead of Fridays where it's three minutes long and you, you know, you're telling mm-hmm. eight different stories in it. This is telling one story and we cut it down to 15 seconds. And it's like, if you look at it from a workflow perspective, it's probably way, not easier, but it makes more sense. It's like, okay, I, I spend five minutes chopping this up and creating a 20 second reel three times a week versus like spending an hour making this long one perfect. And I get a quarter of the views maybe. Yeah. And I used to going back to work life balance too. I used to go home uh, from work on a Friday and then I would get on my laptop and create the Fridays for that whole week. Yeah. And then, you know, be done by like nine, 10 o'clock. Not there goes your Friday. Yeah. Which like, Hey, like I said, you got to do it when you first start off, but yeah. like you're at a point or we're at a point now where it's like, all right, we got to, I, I, don't want to be doing that. Yeah, so. yeah. Delegate <laughs> the time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So now, time, like you said to you. Yeah, so if you watch any of the reels now, Trent edits them all. He does a, a killer job. Yeah. Um, he shoots a lot of them um, or we'll take behind the scenes of what we did that day. What's the majority of the content about? Like, what are your topics you typically cover? Like I, I've seen some on the design side of things and like how to use Photoshop, but like, what are you guys typically doing? So that's what works best. Yeah. That's Siobhan does a lot of the tutorials, mm-hmm. which take off like the simple ones, people like that are Googling that it's going to pop right up. But, yeah. How to make a color palette or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually, that was one of her yeah. things because it's so simple, but yep. people don't realize it or like don't know how to do it. And they don't realize it's so simple. Dude, the, one of the most popular videos I've ever made to this day was like a one minute explainer video on Facebook, how to block someone from Facebook. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> how it, it didn't lead to business, but I still get people commenting on that post. Like, Hey, it didn't work for me. Like two years later, yeah, it's right. like this little old lady. Well, they changed it around yeah, so. <laughs> four times, but yeah, like that, like you said, like small things like that, people really yeah. connect with. Yeah. That's awesome. And then other than that, it's, it's usually like if we go on a shoot, we'll have someone uh, come alongside and shoot behind the scenes yeah, and then yeah. make a, quick edit about that about our day yeah um so again going behind the scenes and showing what goes into actual production because not a lot of people people just think you go grab a camera and pick it up and just point it somewhere and you got something cool i think in our space there's a lot of people who just think uh, okay you're just setting up a facebook ad like that's no um, that's what you're charging me to set up a face or to set a camera on a tripod and hit record. It's like, no, 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 <laughs> you need to see all the stuff that goes into these different things. And I think that's really valuable yeah, to show. Yeah. You know? yeah. I had a guy hire me once. This was going way back. Uh, I was shooting like a car show or something like yeah. just, you know, super cheap. This was, might've been like while I was still in college. Yeah. Um, but I charged the guy for the day and was going to put together a little edit and he told all the sponsors that I would go to each one of their businesses and shoot a little video for them in their business. So while I was sitting there, one of the guys, one of the sponsors came up to me and they're like, oh, so when are you coming over? I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, oh, like to shoot the commercial. I was like, what commercial? And he was like, oh, so-and-so said that you're shooting commercials for all the sponsors. I was like, what? I was like, no, I'm not doing that. He goes, oh, and he walked away. And then the dude who hired me came over and he's like, what you can't go shoot commercials for them and i was like you didn't tell me anything about that how many sponsors were there 
Uh, probably like 10. <laughs> and, you know, the best part <laughs> is mob. the guy goes, he goes, what, you just go grab your camera, just go point it around and you got your video. And that, oh. that's why I always say like, just grab your camera. Cause I get it from that guy. He like, ever since that day, I'm just like, that's what people on the outside look yeah. at when yeah. they look on the inside. Yeah. And that goes back to setting clear expectations. Boundaries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is brutal. We've had a few of those before too. Yeah. Oh man. That's funny. Um, Cool. So any, any other questions, Justin, that you want to talk about? I wanted to jump into some like marketing topics and I know you came with a few things that we can get, kind of get into for segments. No, please take it away. No. What, you, what did you bring to the table? You came prepared. I appreciate oh, it. Oh man. Yeah. I was told to, uh, well actually first did off, did you burn some of your material? No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, all right. I all right, got, cool. I got all material. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, First off, Trent wanted to call you out on the golf match. That was my first note. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, the we gaunt- never played with Russ. Oh yeah, the gauntlet's been laid, and we haven't yeah. done. It. Well, now that it's uh, fall season, we can we can do it. Yeah, but it's too late. We're teammates now, so. Oh yeah, I know. That's true. <laughs> It'll wait till after, after Tuesday. That, after after Tuesday. No, I mean, I was just, uh, you know, I was talking about on the topic of marketing topics, um, and we already kind of touched about the metaphors and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Just kind of you know, how viral marketing works. Yeah. Um, and I think it's good for you guys because you guys know how to like get in the flow and get going and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and like, just like the process of taking something abstract and turning into a metaphor where at the end people are like, Oh, that was that the whole time, you know? Yeah. Um, or even, how do you guys do that? Can you speak to that a little bit? Um, so basically the way that we would approach it is kind of taking all going back to the, beginning a little bit going about like the marketing ideas and the marketing message and you know like all right laying out x like the this character or this business is going to be represented by this yeah and then like how does this react in a certain situation you know and creating something around that like i'm i know i know i'm being very vague no but it is it's a vague thing i I got you yeah um but kind of like how you guys took an insurance company and turned to a fresh prince of bel-air thing yeah like doing things like that where nobody would ever think of approaching insurance that way. Yeah. Or I see you guys do the Ghostbuster stuff, like yeah. all the different things you guys are shooting. I saw something there was a, on the Instagram the other day, there was something you guys were shooting. Oh, we're doing it. Uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Was yeah. it Stranger Things? I'm almost I saw, done with that, man. I can't yeah. wait for that one to come up. I saw one of the guys, I think he was in like a muscle shirt. I was like, what the hell are they <laughs> doing now? <laughs> but yeah, I think there's so many different ways that you can represent a company or represent a service um, where it doesn't come together until the end. And then at the end you have like one final solid message. Aha moment. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Aha moment. You're trying to take the tangible thing. So whether it's like whatever, if it's a gym, okay, you want to have the message might be like, come here to become your best self. You have like that abstract idea that you're trying to turn into a tangible visual. So that can be rep- that doesn't have to be represented by like a paragraph of words and us talking about how good we are and how you're going to be better. Right. You can show it by whatever someone running up a flight of stairs or mm-hmm. what the rocky guy running up the flight of stairs, like overcoming and, and reaching his final mission. Like that's is that kind of what you're talking about when it comes from the abstraction and turning yeah. it into something? And even if you want to get more abstract, say for example, let me see, like an industry or something. I'm looking at your car uh, sales. Your head. Yeah, cars. All right. So you want to talk about how, um, you know, you want to work with this certain car industry, this car dealership. Mm-hmm. This is your, 
they're the most reliable ones in town. But yeah. the guy staying standing there on a green screen going, we're the most reliable in town. You're not going to believe him, you know? Yeah. So, you know, maybe you take the car dealership as a literal thing, the actual building. And, you know, like, how do you yeah. show that as like being the strongest building around or get a point across a marketing message across that way where it's like, all right, this building is like the center of all these cars. This is like the heartbeat of, um, of this whole operation. Yeah. So you make like, instead of showing the people, you know, you're showing the building the showroom, you're showing all this stuff. It it reminds me of those like Ford commercials or I don't even remember the company, but it's like where like you have like this like 250 like backing up and then like they dump a ton of rocks into it. You (laughs) see like bouncing up and down in slow-mo. It's like it shows reliability. Instead of being like... or like the, guys with hard hats on getting out of the truck. It's like right. it's a tough truck. Uh-huh. Instead of saying like, oh, our our F two fifty holds the most weight of all trucks. It's no, let's fucking put a show it. Let's put a fifty pounds of right. dirt in the show bag it, and yeah. drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Sell sell the sizzle. What is it? Sell the steak, not the sizzle, or vice versa, or something like that. That's an old marketing that's term. Funny. And it's like, show me, don't tell me. Mm-hmm. And that I think that goes back to the storytelling. Yeah. So that's that's and a good point. It changes obviously on industry, and it's hard to come up with it on the spot. Um, absolutely. But no, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah kind of along those lines. Yeah. If you can pick like a North star goal and then match that with an idea or an abstract concept, and then you kind of infuse the two to get to that goal. Like that's kind of what you're talking about. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm glad, I hope I'm not just like speaking gibberish. Cause no? I feel well, like I'm just throwing all with it you, I think, so. <laughs> Yeah. Got you. But it's cool because that's the stuff that people are going to remember. Yeah. Um, it's like, I wrote down for an example right here. Like, uh, the Terry Tate linebacker, oh, yeah. the office linebacker. Yeah. Do you remember him? Oh, from yeah. ESPN. You Terrible Terry Tate. Oh, How man, old are you? Great. 23. Uh, it might be before your time Probably, then. Yeah. Dude, but so like, I'm not a big football guy either, but, but I think, so it was basically like, e, uh, ESPN, it was ESPN. Yeah. And they were talking about how like, uh, like it wasn't part of the, this is ESPN no, campaign, no, no. Uh, which yeah. though that one is an awesome one. Did you see too. some of those that we did? We, we did those for the point too. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I'll have we, to uh, check them out. Yeah. Those we did. This is really the point insurance. Yeah. yeah. Really interesting. Like people ask me all the time, like when I try to go down like a rabbit hole about like, okay, what is the brand? What is the look? What's the feel? Um, it's hard to explain exactly what that means. But what I had here is just a few, um, a few sounds from commercials that like, I don't even think people realize that they recognize. Um, but like, these are the subtle brand elements that should go into like your, your brand. And every time you make video content or you do make, um, you know, social media content, these are like the subtle things. So like this one right here for you listening at home, like that's the Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. yeah, Everyone knows that. And then another one that's like got like pretty viral and popular lately is this one. Oh yeah, that's because yeah. of TikTok too. Yeah, TikTok the Home Depot. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's like again, it's a sound that has nothing to do with Home Depot, has nothing to do with working hard, but because they've properly used that sound in their branding, it does. It, it's like a piece of their brand guidelines now. It's a piece of their branding. Um, so I think it's the same thing. And then the last one I have that is probably like the least. This one's a little bit older, but if you guys remember like those old built Ford Tough. You just gave it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cheated at your own game. Bro. Yeah. It wasn't a game, but probably should have been. That would have been probably a better way to do it. But that's all right. Yeah. So like. Wait, play it again. I would not. Guess I don't that. think. Yeah. No. I was going to say. I, don't I, think I, I, I got that. If you see it though, you'll get it. 
You don't remember? Oh, that? it's the the yeah, Ford yeah, logo like slamming yeah. into the concrete They're or whatever. Splash, yeah. yeah. Um, but there are like a million of those different things. So I just wanted to bring that up. But that was that was pretty much it for me. Cool. Yeah. Any how, anything you had? Any cool stuff? No. Nah, let's dig on that a little though. How are you, how how would a company like develop? And from your perspective too, Mike, how would you develop that like um, that like branding like? Uh, what am I even trying to say? How, like, you know how do you saying? come like, up with something like, like that for like your like icon type thing? Yeah, like who picked that Netflix sound? Is right. that kind of what I, you're saying? Like, right. who, yeah, like how what, did you? Yeah, like from your perspective, like what would give a, a company a good a good sound if that makes sense? Like, yeah, actually, that's a good question that, for you. How do they oh figure man. that? Out? Yeah, you're the expert. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, I think a lot of study groups probably for Netflix. They yeah. probably ran through. Probably had a bunch of sounds. <laughs> yeah, I bet the guy didn't do anything so until like the day it was due. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> he's right. like, "This is it. I got it." Yeah. I, I'm just gonna wait. Yeah. So yeah. you think that they just had like focus groups and they would sit in and be like, "Okay, how does this make you feel?" Like, go check like checklists. Or I honestly think a corporation like that probably yeah. did. Yeah, I definitely. think. Uh, how does that make you feel? Right. What What do you feel when you hear this sound? And there's probably some messed up science behind that noise yeah. that like clicks in our brain where it's like yeah, certain uh, frequency or yeah something. what's the the bell thing the pavlovs yeah whatever the heck that thing is yeah. Uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Well, you like hear the, the reward bell. system or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah so you hear that you're like oh netflix is on you know? <laughs> i had like a market research class in college and um i know a little bit about it like not much it's very you know kind of dated now but the, the you would if you ever did a focus group like you have like really weird measurements you're taking so it's like does this annoy you at all like on a scale of one to ten like how annoyed does this make you and i feel like if you're watching netflix you want something that's like zero like it can't be annoying at all you yeah. don't want it to be super memorable like with a commercial sometimes you need something that like grabs attention but i feel like for netflix like maybe they took a um poll of people just to see like what like kind of mellows you out and relaxes yeah. you. like what do you want them to right. feel we want that sound to be commensurate with that yeah you know? it's like the little things that people don't think of like i would love to know how they came up with that sound how did they pick that sound out of the millions and billions of sounds yeah, right. <laughs> the world, i think you know? right. i think like for for small companies if like we have a consistent song that plays or like sound that plays that you found actually mm -hmm. at the beginning of the every single podcast yeah, yeah. For small companies, I think you should just know, like, what's your brand identity? Like, what, like, generally, what is it? And then just, like, play with stuff until yeah. it's, like, yeah. that works. I like that one. Right. You know? I, I don't see any reason why you couldn't do something like that. Yeah. Back to, like, what you said. It's, like, a science or a psychology. You have to, like, put it out there, see how it works, yeah. test the waters, and then analyze why it worked or why it didn't work. Yeah. yeah. And if you stick with it, you know, people are going to hear it and they're going to get that Netflix reaction. Yeah. Where it's, like, oh, it's a Namra's podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they're going to, you're listeners are going to be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like time for a new one. Yep. yep. Yeah. Exactly. How do you, um, how, when you are like creating your video content for clients, how do you pick like background music, stuff like that? Like what goes into the process? <laughs> oh, Just man. like this sounds dope or, uh, obviously the vibe of it. Um, I am notorious and the team hates me because I'll go on our website to get the music and I'll download 15 tracks I'll edit something, be working on it, working on it, work on it, delete the whole thing, no start way. over. I must start projects over maybe four or five times. Really? Yeah. Like, Dang I'll just dude. be going, like, nah, I don't feel it, and then, then yeah. start the music again. And then out of these 15 tracks, maybe I use three or four in the whole video. Maybe I use one. Yeah. But it's like, they're so mad because it shows downloaded, so they think it's already used. So whenever I'm done with the project, I gotta be like, Lex, just so you know, I didn't use this song, this song, this song, this song, this song. <laughs> but... I usually, I never go with my first choice, 100% never go with my first choice, but 
it gives me something to edit to to start to lay out the storyboard. And after that, you start plugging in different music and, you know, soloing that track and just seeing, all right, is this going to work? Yeah. We're just going with the vibe of the video. Um, How do you know when it's right? I show it to the team and they tell me it sounds good. (laughs) You know, because even like, I don't know, obviously you have that moment where it like clicks, you know, you're like, oh, I think this sounds great. But nothing beats an outside perspective or someone who hasn't seen it at all. Just give you that feedback and you can't be, you can't take it personally. You can't like. It sounds like you're like kind of a, like hype, like you're hypercritical on your own creativity. So it's like sometimes you need to see, like have bounce it off someone else. Yeah. 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 Is that right? A hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I've been working um, on this wedding video for about a week and or two and a half weeks. And the guy showed it to them yesterday before, because I wanted to get final notes on it. Yeah. And like, but I wait till it's almost all done before I show it to them. Yeah. And uh, just to hear the feedback, it's great because it's like, oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, I can get rid of this. Yeah. There was one part that like completely went over my head where yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you off the podcast what the person <laughs> yeah. said. But okay. uh, I was like, oh, I thought that was funny. And they're like, no, that's not funny at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But like in my head, I, I like I was there and I filmed it and I heard him say it. So I was like, oh, you like, a different perspective. Yeah. But like to someone who wasn't there, they're like, it doesn't well, what the hell did he just say? What like, did he say? Say it. Come on. Uh, yeah. Fuck it. Why not? Well, so, it, yeah. so he said that in, uh, in his vows, he said that. Um, Don't say no, 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 no. Oh, he just said, uh, he said maybe, he said it as a joke. All right. I'm prefacing it as a joke. He said, maybe if I get you pregnant, that'll make you stay. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah. Out of context. Wait, he wrote that in his vows. In his vows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but they already have a kid together. So it was like a gotcha, joke gotcha, about, gotcha, it was a joke gotcha. about the kid. kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But That's to the funny. people who weren't there, like, and I showed the kid when he said that. So like the kid came on screen as he was like, if I get you pregnant. Oh, and so right, 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 right. I showed it to two different people just to see their reaction to it. And both of them were girls and they both were like, oh, <laughs> so yeah. the second I heard Pull the back. second one, I was like, delete <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that. Yeah. That yeah. soundbite's gone. Yeah, yeah. that's that. But see, that's that's why you need the outside perspective, because yeah. a lot of times you're too deep into it. And you need like, again, like when it comes to marketing and stuff. If I show something to the business owner who's so deep into this, he's like, that makes total sense. But then if you show it to like a test audience. It's like, I don't even know what the fucking message is, yeah. you know? So that's yeah. important to get that outside perspective on Absolutely. creative. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is what makes these creative, you know, it makes the Terry Tates, you know, it makes yeah. the, uh, the other example I had was the Kenny Powers motherfucking CEO yeah. for case Swiss. Like that yep. was, uh, such a brilliant marketing piece that if you went, I'm sure that was an outside consulting company that came into case Swiss and said that because they would never, in a million years go for that marketing campaign. I know it's a little long, but if you get a chance to watch the whole thing, yeah, we can put funny. the whole, we yeah. can put the whole thing in there. It's marketing the gold. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so fucking funny. Um, yeah. Kenny powers. That's great. Um, what else, what else you got? Any, anything else you want to talk about? Um, any other examples of marketing or anything like that? Or were those the two big ones for um, you on those commercials? Two, two both, gems. Yeah. Both my commercials are just hilarious, like <laughs> out of control, which, I mean, to be honest with you, that's what I feel like catches people's attention yeah. is that like, oh shit, K-Swiss is swearing and, you know, he's like, I'm the motherfucking CEO. Like yeah. that, people are going to be attracted to that. Yeah. Um, not everyone, for sure. Definitely not everybody. But like then I, the last example I had written down was like, um, like the Twix, like the you're not being yourself. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. like very G-rated, but yeah. I still think that's, 
humor. I think humor sells the most out of all out of everything. And it's so in hard the advertising to do. world. It's so hard to do. Yeah, because you can miss and be done I, for. I think it's because um, the Betty White one's the best. I don't know if you have that one. Uh, I, I think it's Snickers actually. Is it? Are you sure? Oh, oh, oh no, the um, you're not the same when you're hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah is so that Snickers? Snickers or? Yeah. I think it's Snickers. Which is the one with Betty White? I thought it was. Oh, it was Snickers. You're right. Yeah, this is Rose are down. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Betty White getting tackled, going over the middle. R.I.P. <laughs> that, that is a great that is a great yeah film. very memorable great. uh i think i i have kind of like a uh like an idea of why i think it this is the case but why do you think it's so hard for companies to do funny well like the only time you ever really see funny commercials is like liberty mutual has some decent ones oh man You'll i get a few on, you, you get a few on like on the super bowl but all right i want to hear here's yeah, next. yeah but yeah a- a- any thoughts on that I think it's a lot of stuff has been done and it's hard to think of an original idea. Yeah. I think that's the main thing. I think that's a big one too. Yeah. What I was going to say too many cooks in the kitchen. It's too corporate, baby. I was going to say the it, same. It, it's yeah. too stiff. And then people have to, you have forms you have to pass and teams that have to approve it and just like, ah, oh man. Yeah. I think one person, like one person is like good at making comedy. It's like have one person's idea. And then if he thinks it's funny, a bunch of other people are going to think it's funny. Yeah. And unfortunately, a bunch of other people are not. But if right. you have like five people all try to give creative input or 10, 15 different people, it's just going to get watered down. And if those five people are not, they're like half funny. Like yeah. They're not even that funny. Like, why do you think comedians nowadays are like ripping on Comedy Central and yeah. these like, you know, VH1 or MTV because it's all corporate. Yeah. And it's just not for the, the people. Yeah. But I like your, right. I like what you said where it's like, it's nothing not it's really hard to come up with yeah, an original original content yeah yeah i mean that's what we a lot of our stuff is parodies like mm-hmm. we take something that we saw and just try to put our own spin on it you know yeah it's yeah. hard to come up with something that's original. just art though man like yeah. i don't think anybody can really come up with anything original no if you think about no. it it's been done at yeah. least to some variety yeah i even follow this guy on instagram it's kind of a little off topic but it's like he's a dj and he'll just post every day like a song like a famous rap song by jay-z or something like that mm-hmm. and then show what was sampled from like the 40s oh, or yo, something yeah, yeah i yeah. love that I, I think I yeah. Know yeah, yeah 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 i've seen that too and it's just it's insane to hear like wow like that yeah. came like he didn't think of that <laughs> you <laughs> know like nobody made that beat like well someone made the yeah. beat but they didn't. sampled it from something right. you know yeah. yeah yeah the inspiration came from elsewhere yeah and yeah. i don't think people realize like how much like how many samples are used in rap music? Like it's all today, is right. it's everything's it's all it ripping is. off something else. And I think that's important to know, like when you're trying to create something on like social media or digital marketing or a video content idea, it's like, you don't have to be super like the OG, the original, like no. that's what like the real hits are very original. Obviously the stuff that you remember is, but you can do a damn good job just by like taking something that's good and then just make one little twist or one spin off of it I, and to make it your own. You yeah. Know? It's like TikTok and IG reels there. It's all knocked off sound. Everyone's like sampling the same sound over <laughs> yeah. and over. It's and a over remix over. to this it's song. A re- yeah. It's a re- yeah. yeah. So what do you think about 
going back to the ads and stuff, mm-hmm. people not taking chances anymore because of quote unquote cancel culture or, you know, afraid to be canceled or, you know, offending the wrong people. Yeah. What do you, do you think that plays that? I mean, obviously in the huge corporations that plays a huge role, but I think companies are too scared to take the chance mm-hmm. like one of these commercials because of that. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So it's you make a pros and con list first off. Right. You know, and right. it all depends like how's business now. It's like, can you do well with one small niche that loves you and then have everyone else not really like you like that? That's a question you have to ask. Um, if you're in like the commodity business or something, if you sell canned beans or canned corn, probably don't want to take any like creative liberties yeah, or, or really try to push the envelope. It probably makes yeah. sense to be safe, you know? Um, but that's kind of what I would think. Uh, it definitely affects people though. Like just the creativity we're allowed to put out there. Like, I mean, you, you see it, I'm sure. Like as far as working with some of these big companies where like you have to have like quotas as far as like actors and things like that. Do you see that in yours? What do you mean by quotas? Well, like, like you have to have a certain diversity breakdown of who's oh, doing commercials. Yeah. Like, um, I've had clients who ask ask us for that all the time, where it's like, hey, we want we want a certain representation in the video, and it's like, okay, it totally get you know, which like, great. yeah, yeah. yeah the, we um, when we cast, we definitely think about stuff like that. We yeah. definitely have to you have to approach it in a certain way. Yeah. Um, you know, even we were doing a video um, about someone retiring. And we originally had it written as a guy mm-hmm. and um the last like a week before we shot we had a cast every the whole cast shot or picked out and everything they're like oh we actually the client was like we want to switch it to a female yeah which is like no problem but we have a week to shoot and have to re-audition someone yeah. for the main role yeah that's um tough. ended up working but like you said i'm sure they had a reason why they wanted to change it maybe someone on their board didn't like the way that the was. script sounded or they were the they thought there was too many males in it. Um, you know, so yeah, it, we definitely see it now. I think now more than ever too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like People we, are very safe. with like stock photography that we use or like, um, yeah, stock photos. Like we want to have a proper like ethnicity breakdown and like same thing with like male and male and female and female couples. You know, it's like if you're like, we're working with um, like a, a, there, it's a center for, for men. Like they do like testosterone replacement and things like that. And it's like, we want to have, make sure that we have like same sex marriage out there because that's a huge population of people that they can reach. So it's mm-hmm. like, we do want some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and for, for good reason too, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's why you guys are so good at doing like the industry studies Yeah. and like looking past, I mean, I guess that's another topic is going past the brand and looking what, what are their customers um, what do they, how do they want to be represented? Yeah. And you guys have to kind of conform to that. Yeah. Um, and maybe that, yeah, that means cutting Terry Tate or that means yeah. cutting like this very creative idea to make this bland, but that goes along with their brand. Mm-hmm. They're the one paying the bills. So you got to do what they say. Yep. The creativity uh, sometimes has to take a back seat to whatever that company wants to do. And that's, you know, it's all about knowing your limits, knowing <laughs> the limits. Like, yeah. um, you know, you don't want to overstep. You can always pitch it to the client, you know, depending on your relationship, you can see how far you can go with it. But at the end of the day, the client's going to ask for what they want. Um, sometimes you got to steer them in a different direction and show them why. And maybe they'll still say no, yeah. you know? So, yeah, um, I think just how you adapt. But yeah, the the climate now definitely plays a part. Yeah, It changes a lot. Yeah, sure. it's tough. We've talked about it in the past, holding your creative integrity and telling a client like when something is 
like in their favor or when it's just them being like picky or whatever you want to call it. And like, yeah, you said at the end of the day, like you have to, like you said, maybe take a back seat mm-hmm. for, uh, for whatever reason. And yeah. Pick your spot when you ask for like final cut where it's like, no, I like, I'm telling you, this is, yeah. don't change this. You know, cause you that's why they hired you. Yeah, th- yeah. This is why right. you guys hired me. Yeah. Right. Don't change this. Yeah. And then sometimes you have to give, give a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. A yeah, big thing. That, oh, sorry. Good. No, I, I was just change. saying, yeah, you can hold your ground. Your yeah. Ground. Yeah. I mean, I always live by the words like, uh, like just don't worry, don't worry about the stuff you can't control. Yeah. You know, if you have a client that's hard set, hard head, they're going to do this. Like, you're just going to have to go and work with them. You can't control them. Yeah. You know, but if you have a little wiggle wiggle room or if you approach something in the right way, like you can grab some control over the final say in it. Mm-hmm. But if something's way out of your reach, you know, there's no point in losing a client because they weren't going with your idea. Yeah. And you, you know, can't take it personal. It's their company. It's yeah. their, it's their message. It's what they want. Maybe they'll see it and be like, wow, maybe we should have went with their idea, but they paid the bills. They paid you. And you know, that's, you got to do it. Yeah, you did a job well done at the end of the day. You did what you, you, you served your client and you did what you needed and you got your client the satisfactory results, right? So yeah. And we've done stuff too where so we've written very creative scripts and then been like, uh, or the client's been like, uh, I don't think we can do that. Change a script around and we don't even promote that we did the video mm-hmm. because it's not, al- yeah. it doesn't align with, right. like if someone were to see it, it's not that it's bad. It's just that that's not what we want people thinking that's how we market yeah. mm-hmm. like we, we didn't have anything to do with this script writing it's not our voice right. um maybe it's not as entertaining as we could make it so we don't want other clients seeing it you know that goes a little private on vimeo and yeah <laughs> yeah exactly I had it back that not way. everything can be in the show reel i love that exactly you said that though i don't hear, hear a lot of creatives talking about that side of it keeping their brand image even despite what they're content is for their clients yeah because you need to make money at the end of the day yeah and sometimes the money makers aren't always the flashiest. So it's true. <laughs> That's right. There's, uh, <laughs> That's true. Uh, who's the actor from The Hangover? The, um, the Asian, no, the Asian oh. guy. Um, oh, the when he jumps out of the car he, naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a doctor, <laughs> uh, but he was on. He was doing like a podcast, and he was talking about like, well, you know, not every movie can be The Hangover. Not every movie can be, you know, a Scorsese film. Yeah. He's like, that's what I call a, a yacht movie. And they're like, what's a yacht movie? He's like. I did that movie so I could buy myself a yacht. <laughs> it's like, damn. All right. Straight up. Like no, can't always be an artist. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you got to be a businessman. So I get that. Mm-hmm. But cool, man. I think you guys walk the line better than anyone. I think you guys are doing amazing work at focus forward. Um, so if you guys haven't checked them out, can, can you plug some stuff like where you can find the podcast, where you, they can reach out? Yeah. To you? So, um, I mean, I guess focus for at focus forward media mm-hmm. on Instagram is the main one. Uh, focus forward media on Facebook. Um, we do have a podcast up in your business, which is like such a good name up in your biz pod business. Yeah. It made it easy for an outro song too. the taking care of business. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> um, we've, we're going strong on that. We've gotten a little busy, so we kind of fell off. Um, but expect some guests coming up. We've got some things planned out for that. I'll wait for my text. <laughs> yeah. We can have you back on third time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much where you can find us and I'll be, I'd be, uh, messing up bad if I didn't shout out obviously everybody at the company yep. um, you all know who you are but you know without them we wouldn't be able to do half the stuff we do they keep us running um, and yeah you guys got a great team yeah all good people I, I love going to work every day yeah. um, I think Mike and I have put together a really great team yeah. uh, not only work-wise but also kind of like jokes and you know 
just messing around with each other. It's fun. It's like kind of a cheesy buzzword, but you guys do have a very good culture. When you walk into the office, it's it's a good place to be. Yeah, it's like we were interviewing this. (laughs) We interviewed this uh, this girl the other day, and uh, I was talking to her, and I was trying to say say that like oh like we like we have we have a culture over here and it came across i was like oh uh you know like we try to have fun with our environment over here and in my head i was like that sounded so fucking cheesy <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, what, that's what like everybody says when they're trying to like yeah. say oh we're cool here right, it's like right. yeah no but like we try to we definitely try to do the 40 year old guy in the business we have like beer. we have so much <laughs> yeah. fun we, we have, have pizza parties in the on fridge front. yeah yeah right, yeah, yeah, right. Right. Very progressive. <laughs> yeah exactly no you you guys are yourself you guys are yourself and that's why i like working with you man hey you appreciate know. it yeah and thank you for coming on man i'm very happy for all the all the growth in the success yeah uh, it's You're awesome to see you guys keep killing it so thank you man hey you guys too i appreciate uh, it yeah thank thanks you. guys till next time see you